Welcome to another episode of the Pain to Champagne podcast. I'm your host, Ariana. If this is your first time tuning in, this is a space where we are judgment-free. We navigate trials, tribulations. We celebrate life, celebrate overcoming certain obstacles. I had a light bulb moment today. Something that I've noticed in life for me on a day-to-day basis, on a weekly basis, I have found myself in situations where I'm constantly having to thrive through and overcome criticism. Haters, criticism, passive aggressiveness, you name it, the list goes on. I am constantly finding myself having to navigate through those times and overcome and, you know, still show up for myself, for others in those times. I think this is something that is so, so important when it comes to moving through life gracefully and kind of just finding yourself. And in life, you too will constantly find yourself having to thrive through hate and having to thrive through criticism and judgment. Whether you're an upcoming rapper, an upcoming photographer, an upcoming artist, esthetician, hairstylist, working a nine to five, you're an athlete, a basketball player, you are going to have to undergo some sort of criticism and some sort of judgment to get to the top. Facing criticism is a universal part of life. Every single person goes through it. I think it's so important to really sit back and look at that process and really analyze what it looks like having to thrive through criticism and having to thrive through opinions and judgment. I know a lot of times in your day-to-day life, you can face criticism just from, you know, strangers, people that you don't know, some people at work, some of your coworkers, maybe your boss. None of us are ever in any position to judge, but it is going to constantly happen. And today I want to talk about how to overcome that, how to become empowered while facing criticism. You look at some of these people in the media, like celebrities, artists, hairstylists, that undergo criticism publicly on a daily. And I know for me stepping into my creative space, one of the biggest factors that I think about constantly is like, what if I gain a lot of notoriety? What if I'm eventually in the spotlight? Am I tough enough? Is my skin thick enough to go through the constant criticism and hate that some of these people go through. And that's something that you always have to think about when it comes to, you know, trying to gain some sort of success. Because with success comes popularity, it comes attention. I think the only way in this day and age for you to become successful is if there are people that are bought into you. And with people having eyes on you and being able to buy into whatever brand you have going on, you have to sell yourself to them. People are going to form opinions on you. They're going to judge your product, judge your skills. You have to be ready to face the negative that comes with the positive. You also have to know how to outweigh the good and the bad and learn how to tune out some of that negativity when it becomes too much. I can't even tell you how many times in life I have sat and been judged by somebody or have received hate from someone and like had to still pull myself together and tell that little voice in the back of my head that like nothing they're saying is true. Today, I really just want to analyze that process of what it looks like to turn such negative comments and negative feedback into positives and to really analyze where this type of hatred comes from and how to handle it. When it comes to decoding hater dynamics, sit back and analyze the source. 
sit back and analyze who is throwing the shade. That nine times out of 10 will tell you everything you need to hear. And it will most likely completely diminish their opinion about you. You need to pay attention to the fact that in life, there are going to be people out here that want what you have. Do I need to say that again? I'm going to say it one more time. There are going to be people out here that want what you have, whether it be physically, financially, spiritually, whether they look at your talents and are envious of your talent. Envy is the number one thing that leads to evil, malicious intent. Envy. I need you to know that there are people out here that will go out of their way to tear you down and make you feel bad about yourself just so they can see you fumble and fall. Nine times out of 10, psychologically, people that feel the need to shade other people or make them feel bad about themselves are people that don't live a fruitful life. They're people that have struggled with things in their past that have not overcome trauma, that, you know, have maybe felt judged themselves at a point. Maybe they have a bad family life. Maybe they aren't on the trajectory of where they thought they would be at their age. Maybe they see you hitting and achieving certain accolades and they wish that they could be there. There's so many outside factors that, you know, lead to people's behavior and lead to, you know, them being these malicious, mean people. I think right now in this digital age, we're in an era where, Everybody feels like their opinion is important and everyone feels like their opinion needs to be heard. You have to keep in mind that nine times out of 10, these people don't really know the real you. You have to keep in mind that this is a trend these days. People are going to share their opinions. And if you're on social media specifically, and if you're posting content or sharing some of your stories and some of your experiences and some of your talents, people are going to shed their opinions on you. They're going to project. Something that social media has done in general is really warp people's minds into thinking that we're in some sort of competition with each other. We're in some sort of competition. You don't feel like you're hitting certain accolades in life because this person is doing them. You don't feel like you're pretty enough because she has a BBL and she has her lips done. We are all on social media comparing ourselves to each other, comparing people to one another. That's what this is about. That is the day and age. And if you're going to be on the media and if you're going to be the person that you know, has attention and that wants that engagement with people and wants to, you know, show people their skills and their craft and, you know, their artistry, you have to be ready to face that culture because that is the society that we live in. Something that I think of all the time that I feel like is so far-fetched, but it's really not. I think about when Instagram first rolled out. When Instagram first rolled out, it was all about sharing your life in pictures, your life, the food you eat, the places you go, you know, your pets, your family, your friends. It was about sharing your life experience. I know as of recently, people have gotten into dumps and, you know, photo dumps. And, you know, sometimes in those dumps, they'll have pictures of themselves, pictures of quotes, places they've been, food they ate. And, but nine times out of 10, if you pull up somebody's Instagram page, if they're not really into that artsy aesthetic, you are going to see a full page of selfies, full body pictures, outfit pictures. This is all about person now. <laughs> and it's just something that I've analyzed over the years. Nine times out of 10 nowadays, your Instagram feed, just from the feed on the page, is going to be all you. Pictures of you. It sounds like something so insignificant, 
But at the same time, it's like, wow, like society has really changed. Like now it's all about you posting up full body or posting your face and, you know, showing off how how good looking you are as opposed to like the life that you live. And I just think like how different society is now, like society is so different. Instagram used to be you go to somebody's page and you literally just see like pictures of landscapes and pictures of food, pictures of their families, their dog, colors. Now it's literally just selfie, selfie, full body post, full body post, selfie, 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 group photo with friends. That's all it's about these days. It's all about your person and who you are. Social media is very into self. Like social media is the key indicator of like this selfish, weird generation that we live in. All in all, there's so many trends that play into this critical, you know, judgmental mindset that society has these days. If you're going to be in the public eye, out in person, on social media, you have to be able to overcome it. You also can't get too wrapped into what other people think and how they feel about you. It's so important to empower your self-image and just be mindful of the person that you are. That is also why it is so important to just work on your mindset and your heart posture. I understand like we want to be in this area and we will dive into this in another episode, heart posture and mindsets before receiving your blessings. We will dive into that eventually. However, in order to uh, become this self-empowered person to be able to, you know, overcome and thrive through criticism and judgment, you have to be so mindful of the person that you are, the person that you are, what you bring to the table, how people perceive you, how you perceive yourself, the things that you need to work on. It's so important to be mindful of who you are on the inside. I think for me, I constantly like sit back and, you know, self-reflect. If you don't have self-reflection, if you don't take aside time to self-reflect, I don't see how you could ever overcome any sort of criticism in a positive light. I feel like in order for you to overcome criticism, you have to be able to sit with yourself and analyze the things that you do before the criticism even occurs, before you're even feeling judged and receiving hate. I feel like it's so important as a regular day-to-day person that doesn't have a million eyes on them to sit back and just look at yourself, analyze the things that you do, analyze the things you need to work on, know what you bring to the table, know your value, know where you stand. That self-reflection time is going to give you the space to just know when you're receiving hate and to really just push the opinions to the side. It's important to love yourself and love your positive attributes and the things that you contribute to the people's lives around you. Although it doesn't always mean everything, I do pay attention to the way I treat people. And when it comes to self-reflection, I really sit and think about the people's lives that I've impacted and how I've made people feel. The feedback that I get from the people that I truly love and the people that are in my circle is never anything short of positive. Everybody has their days. Nobody is perfect, me included. But it is so important to sit back and reflect on how you made people feel. Nine times out of 10, if you're receiving you know, negative feedback from the people around you, it can only be them to blame so many times before you have to sit back and look at yourself. But if you are somebody that people are constantly you know, uplifting and making you feel good and letting them know that you're a great friend, a great person, a great sibling, a great cousin, then you need to actually take that into account and know that you have a lot more value than you do anything negative that could possibly be flawed in your character. Sitting back and having a clear, concise image of yourself and loving that image is the number one way to overcome any sort of hate 
or judgment that you receive from other people. Sometimes you have to redefine what people view as successful. Sometimes you have to redefine and, you know, come up with a new definition of what people view as successful and fruitful. What's a part of your story is not going to be a part of their story. And what's a part of their story is not always necessarily going to be a part of yours. This is something that a lot of people don't take into account and a lot of people don't understand. Everybody's successful path, your definition of success is not going to be everybody else's definition of success. And I think it's so important to just know that you can refine that wheel. Just because they don't agree with something you may have said and done does not mean that what you said and what you did was not the right thing to do for you. You need to know that everybody's expectations, especially in society now with social media, are super high. Everybody lives a perfect life on social media. So the minute that you show any sort of vulnerability and flaw, you may be subject to judgment. Even out in public in the real world, you are subject to judgment in everything you do because mind you, everybody has super high expectations because of the fact that they see these people on the internet living lives that come off as perfect. You're going to be judged. People are going to expect the most from you. And when you don't deliver in the way that they think is fitting, you may face some backlash. I encourage everybody listening to define success in their own opinion and detach from any external opinions. What is beneficial to you is beneficial to you. And it's so important to know yourself enough and to stand on that. Stand on business. Like if you believe that this is a decision that you need to make for yourself, then do it. Only you know what it takes to get to where you want to be. Whatever's on your heart to do, do it and forget the external opinions. You need to be so firm in your belief that you know what it takes to get to where you want to be, that all the external opinions do not matter. I know a lot of the time for me as a content creator, I get super shy about posting my content or I feel like I'm being annoying and I feel like people probably view me as like corny. But I know ultimately with consistency and discipline, I'm going to get to where I want to be. And the people that really love me and the people that really, you know, fuck with me on a real level are going to support me and they're going to admire the things that I'm doing. People that don't really mess with you, they're not going to support the things you have going on. People that don't really mess with you are going to unfollow you because you post all of your content videos. People that don't really mess with you are not going to repost your music when you share it. People that don't really mess with you are not going to reshare the fact that you shot for a celebrity this past weekend. Those are people that don't really mess with you. And those are people that are going to have those hateful opinions about you because secretly they want what you have. It's very important to keep that in the back of your mind, especially as a creative. You know, a lot of the times me even working in a corporate job, I've had people, you know, act passive aggressive towards me when I'm doing certain things or when I'm thriving in my role. This is natural. People are naturally going to want what you have. That's it at the end of the day. If they don't have pure and loving intentions and if they don't care about you as a person, they're always going to gun for you. They're going to be passive aggressive. They're going to send you hate comments. They're going to not share your content, watch from afar, not show you any sort of love or support. That is just the way things work. And I think it's very important for you to just know deep down, you know what it takes to get there. You know what it takes to get to where you want to be. Don't let the shade the passive aggressiveness, you know, the lack of support get to your head. Don't let the shady opinions get to your head. Continue to redefine that wheel of success. And once you get there, I promise you the tones will change. The tones will change. Once they see that you're constant posting, 
constant dedication, you know, constantly resharing those stories. Once they see that that work has paid off, the tone changes. I know for me, when I face any sort of scrutiny or judgment, whether it be public or in a professional setting, I am very intentional in the way that I move. If it is something on social media or via phone, there's no going back from that. There's no unsaying that. Once it's said, it's said. So I think it's so important when on the media specifically to just be very mindful of the things that you say. If you're firmly standing 10 toes down on the way you love yourself and your success and your definition of like the process that you need to go to to get there, you have to be so intentional on the things that you say when it comes to navigating through backlash. In a more professional setting, I'm even more intentional of the way I move just because saying or doing the wrong thing in a professional setting could cost you a deal. It could cost you a promotion. It could cost you your job. And I think ultimately it's important to sit back and really analyze the situation for what it is and just keep in mind that this person may want something you have. They may be a little jealous of you and you have to move super, super cautiously and intentionally when it comes to this area and this ground, this playing field, because it could cost you something. You may have more to lose in this situation. For me in the past, when I've dealt with these issues at work, I've always gone to my higher ups and kind of just mediated. Even outside of a professional setting, it's best to just be very upfront and respectful and mediate if you feel like it's something worth addressing. I don't think anything should be addressed publicly. I think everything should be direct. And I think you should lead with respect. If you're leading with respect, there's no room for any confusion or miscommunication because you led with that initial respect. If you look at people like the Kardashians, they manage their scrutiny through PR managers, people that know how to speak eloquently to large audiences, people that know how to type out long messages on social media when you know it comes to them going through some sort of controversy. These strategic and intentional posts are the exact way that you should be handling any sort of criticism. You need to keep in mind that there are some external factors that comes behind somebody sending you any sort of hate. That is going to be your best bet on navigating through that space. Sometimes your individuality and your uniqueness is going to be your biggest strength. I know that everybody's process looks different. I know that what I bring to the table is not what the next person brings to the table. And it's so important for you to stand firm on that and for you to just know that what I share and the content that I create, the words that I say, the music that I make is not going to look like everybody else's and people are going to have an opinion about it. They're going to speak up on it. You just need to celebrate that. You need to celebrate the fact that there is only one you. There's only one you. Nobody is doing it like you. Nobody is making the music you make. Nobody is sharing the content you share. Nobody is, you know, speaking to people as eloquently as you. There's only one you and that uniqueness needs to be celebrated, especially when it comes down to, you know, you feeling judged or you feel like people are criticizing you. You need to remember that you have a uniqueness to you that not everybody is going to click with and that is okay you form a different kind of self-love when you can kind of just embrace the person that you really are and embrace the things that make you different from everybody else when you're not able to you know have that firm grasp on your uniqueness and your differences you may adhere some sort of mental and emotional adversity when it comes to thriving through criticism you're not going to wake up every day feeling like you're on top of the world everybody has those moments of low confidence and low self-esteem 
but it's so important to just maintain that positive mindset. If you're in a space where you feel like you're going through something or when when you feel like the pressure is too much and when you feel like you're extremely judged, I strongly recommend to anybody listening to just speak to people you love. Like I said in previous episodes, go where you're loved and stay where it's consistent. Go to where you're loved. Go to people that embrace you. Go to people that encourage you. Go to somebody that can give you advice. It's so important to just maintain this positive mindset. Talk about your feelings and talk about the way you feel. If you feel like it's worth it, even addressing the criticism directly to whoever's on the other end of it, it's so important to take care of your mental and physical being while you're going through, you know, these tough moments of judgment. After hearing something so many times, you are human, you know, you're destined to Kind of like let it creep into your mind a little bit. And being around people that love you and that care about you is the best way to combat that. Sometimes you can take opinions and they can turn into teaching moments for you and for the other person. Sometimes some opinions have value. Sometimes the opinions can come from a place of love. Sometimes opinions can come from a place of care and concern. And sometimes it's okay to take them into account. But this is why I say you need to know who you are and stand on your beliefs and what you bring to the table. Sometimes you're able to turn the adversity into an advantage. Constantly practicing some of these tactics when it comes to facing judgment is ultimately going to transform you into the person that you want to be. You want to be the type of person that can just let things roll off their back. You want to be the type of person that, you know, just doesn't respond to any sort of hate. That is admirable. That is admirable and that is something that so many people thrive to be. So you have to keep that in mind. That adversity builds character. You wouldn't know how to love yourself properly and you wouldn't know how to shine a light on what you bring to the table if it weren't for people that hated on you from the outside. You facing constant opinions and you facing constant judgment and constant criticism is going to turn you into a beast. You're going to be able to overcome almost anything after that. If you're able to sit in the public eye and have people throw opinions at you, you're going to turn into a beast. It's important to stay humble, but it's also important to know where you're flawed. Some effective communication tips that I think would be super beneficial when it comes to dealing with criticism and judgment is just being direct, being direct, being graceful. It's important to come to a solution. Sometimes you can agree to disagree. Your process of doing things and your path to success is not going to look like other people's and theirs is not going to look like yours. And it's very important to keep that in the back of your mind. Sometimes there's no budging. Sometimes there's no persuading people. Sometimes their opinion is set on you. Their opinion is set on you and there is no budging out of that. And, you know, whatever situation you're in, whether it be something in the media or whether it be something in real life, I want everybody to know it's okay to be somebody's villain. It's okay to be somebody's mean person in their story. It's okay. You have to stand 10 toes down on the person that you are and what you bring to the table, the lives that you've impacted, the good outweighs the bad always. And that's something that you need to keep in mind. Sometimes there's no convincing them. Sometimes the direct conversation is not enough. And you have to learn to be okay with that. You have to learn that you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Not everybody's going to like you. Some people you're really just not made for. Some people were never meant to be in your life to begin with. So if they have a negative opinion about you, this person was never supposed to be around to begin with. This person was never ordained. This person never even should have been in your circle. But they're here now. 
So now they're sharing this negative opinion about you, but how detrimental is this opinion if this is somebody that was never even supposed to be close to you? This is somebody that has nothing to do with your successful path. This is somebody that was never even supposed to cross paths with you. This is somebody that you were never even supposed to be involved with. Take into account that sometimes the open communication does not always work. Sometimes leading with respect does not always work. Reasons like this and scenarios like this is why it's so important to have a group of people around you that love you. This is why it's so important to know who your friends are. This is why it's so important to go where you're loved because these types of situations and scenarios are are prime examples as to why you need people that really love you around you. You getting, you know, these false opinions or opinions that are sourced from envy can be detrimental to not only your mental health, but whatever your vision is. This is why you need to know who really rocks with you. This is why you need to know who really supports you. You need to be able to have a community of people that can come together and combat this negativity with you. Everybody likes to think that they can stand 10 toes on their own, but we are only human being and sometimes you really do need support. This is why I emphasize so wholeheartedly that it's so important to have people around you that you share that genuine intimate connection with. Forging these alliances can keep your mental state in such a positive light because you know in the back of your mind that even though this person can't stand me and even though this person is, you know, spreading these horrible rumors about me or has this disgusting opinion of me, I know the people that love me and I know the people whose lives I've impacted. I know that I've touched hearts. I know that I've I've led with my best foot forward and I know that I tried. And if you don't like it, that's cool. I'm going to go where I'm loved. Despite any external opinions, you need to know that you are living authentically. This is the person that you are. This is who God ordained you to be. This is a story that he wrote. Who are they to tell you that, you know, your artistry is not good enough? Living and being your authentic self. And then knowing you're living and being your authentic self. And then knowing how many people love and support you is what's going to get you through these times of judgment and criticism. Knowing that I'm being me 110%. I'm being me and I have people in my corner that love me and that cherish me. That itself is enough to get you through this tough time. I encourage everybody listening to take action and to really lock in when it comes to self-empowerment and to really just take that time to self-reflect because ultimately that's all this comes down to. It comes down to sitting and taking time to self-reflect. As an adult, you need that self-reflection time. If you are not self-reflecting as an adult and seeing yourself from different angles, there is no possible way that you are going to make it through life and form fruitful connections and be able to embrace experiences, good and bad. You have to sit and really analyze yourself and really dig deep. Figure out the things you want. Figure out the things you're good at. Figure out where you're flawed, what you lack. This is what's going to empower you. This is what's going to turn you into the person that you want to be. You have to sit and look at yourself in the mirror, uncut, raw, pay attention to your growth and the things that you're going to overcome by being this empowered version of yourself. By just loving yourself, you're able to get through so much in life. I know for me on a personal level, I've dealt with so much scrutiny from certain people that you know, just don't like me. And I've honestly got to a point in my life where I'm no longer trying to adhere to everybody's opinion of me. I'm no longer trying to, you know, please people and make people feel like 
their opinion triumphs the way I feel about myself. I'm no longer trying to be in a space where, you know, I want people to like me. Sometimes people are just not going to like you. I said to somebody recently, I face adversity too. Recently, I told somebody, I don't like you and you don't like me. And that's just it. We don't like each other. We don't need to hate each other. There doesn't need to be resentment. We can forgive each other. We can move on. But sometimes you are just not always going to like people and they are not always going to like you. And that is something that you have to be okay with. And I've really sat with myself so much over the years that I really just know the type of person that I am and I know what I bring to the table. I know that I'm not perfect. I know that I'm very flawed, but I also know that I'm not a horrible person. I'm not malicious. I, I know it could be a lot worse. That's truthfully what I know. And that in itself and me knowing that and knowing that I have so many loving family members and friends in my circle and so many people that embrace me and love me for the person that I am, that alone is able to deter me from any sort of negative opinions that people may have about me. You've got to lock in. You've got to lock in. You've got to just sit with yourself and really analyze everything you've done to get to where you are. And that is what's going to empower you. And that's what's going to help you navigate through criticism and navigate through hate and the way people feel about you. To everybody watching, <laughs> I just want you to know that everybody is always going to have something to say. They're always going to have something to say. And it's so important for you to know that you should just do what you want. Do what you want because they're always going to have something to say. Do what's best for you. Follow your gut. Go with your opinion. Follow your path to success. What that looks like for you. Don't take into consideration the fact that this person did it this way or this person thinks that there's a better way of doing it. Don't get too sucked into the external factors when it comes to your road to success. You have to sit and self-reflect and really know yourself inside and out, good and bad, flaws and all, to be able to combat criticism and to be able to move through life and just be empowered and stand 10 toes down on the person that you are. Ultimately, whatever you do in life, you're going to be in these situations where you're constantly going to have to push through criticism and what people have to say about you. Surround yourself with people that love you. Surround yourself with people that care about you. Surround yourself with people that see you for your authentic self and don't judge you. Keep in mind that if you're living and being your authentic self and there are people around you that love you and care for you, that you've already won. You've already won. It doesn't matter what anybody else has to say about you. I hope this episode is able to help you guys thrive beyond criticism and just empower yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to know who you are. I hope this contributes to some sort of empowerment to you as a person, artist, creative, whatever you are. Be sure to follow us on all the streaming platforms, all the social medias at Paint the Champagne Pod or Podcast. We are also on YouTube. You can see me live and in action. Paint the Champagne Pod. It's a wrap.